Hi, everyone. Welcome to 2023, the first altcoin Bible of the year. Always love these episodes. I have missed doing them. Today, we're going to look at Litecoin, Ethereum, and Chainlink. I'll go through which one is a cherry ripe one to watch and danger zone uh, across the board as I go through. Now, uh, just broadly, the markets are just in a state of, I want to say, depression, boredom. This is exactly what we tend to see at the bottoms of markets. And uh, a good takeaway and a good indicator of this as well is when mainstream media and commentators on Twitter and social media, it's just a dead zone. And not even those people, the media and commentators that have had a great deal of time, you know, dunking on crypto, the, the big drawdowns, big losses. And this is all within the realms of previous bear market cycles. I'll just throw in there. Uh, when they get bored as well, when they stop writing about it, commenting about it, uh, and they move on to other topics that, uh, you know, that might garner more interest, that gives you a really great indicator that that uh, oxygen has been sucked completely out of the space. And this is the time you need to get really, really interested in it uh, because this is where a ton of value can be created for yourself as a longer term investor. All right, I'm going to crack straight in to, uh, look, it's the second largest cryptocurrency out there, Ethereum, really, really popular. And I want to cover it because this, in my eyes, is a low risk environment, meaning you want to take uh, as little risk as possible in this market. If you're a longer term investor, you're setting yourself up obviously for the next cycle or for maybe some mid to short term opportunities, you know, up to your risk tolerance, of course. Uh, but in this environment, again, I like to cover Bitcoin. I like to cover Ethereum uh, because a lot of the other altcoins and cryptos do follow their lead and you really need to pay attention, especially to Ethereum if you're uh, looking at altcoins. So uh, what I want to show you just here is Ethereum and its boredom state. It's compressing into this pattern here. Also, very clearly uh, within a defined range, but right now uh, it is compressing into this triangle. You can see here, trying to break out a little bit here above that 200 daily moving average. Uh, sorry, that's the 50 daily moving average. Just couldn't reach any further than that. Got hit back down, but you can see very clearly here it's into this uh, triangle. So, uh, touch of the bottom there, another touch, another touch, another touch. So, very clearly defined floor there and a clearly defined ceiling there, apart from that little deviation there that just couldn't break through. So, it's in the here. We're coming towards the apex of the triangle, which generally you do see a decisive move. So, I'm really watching that. I hope Ethereum does break to the upside. In this environment, you really, if you do see a move up there, you really want to see volume come in. Uh, I'm not seeing that in on-balance volume just yet. So any breakaway, whether it's to the downside or to the upside, you want to see conviction from either the bears or the sellers or the buyers to the upside to give you that confirmation on where it's going. Right now, this is in no man's land. It's just chopping around. It does, however, look better than Bitcoin. So that is something to take away here if you're looking at those higher timeframes, the daily, the weekly. Ethereum has not made a lower low like Bitcoin had. So uh, when the FTX um, collapse happened in this region here, Ethereum did not go down and make a new low like Bitcoin. So that tells me that Ethereum has relative strength. So when we do see a bit of a reversal in this market, and believe me, I'm seeing those indicators beginning to appear on the weekly charts on Bitcoin, we have no more uh, black swans, you know, Binance going down, all that kind of stuff, which is still mainly fun in my mind. We don't have anything like that. Ethereum is well poised to recover quite quickly compared to uh, many other cryptos because it's got a lot more trust and a lot more relevancy in this space. If we look down here, you can see that volume is trailing off. So this is just a basic volume indicator. We see the volume just trailing off. So that tells me we're heading towards a decision point as well. And down here on the RSI as well, almost painting the exact same pattern as the price action. So momentum just compressing, looking towards a breakout. What you can tell here though, is bulls are slowly gaining strength with those higher low structures, but also not finding any conviction to break high. So again, it's just um, telling you we're essentially just chopping in no man's land, but we're heading towards that decisive point. 
Uh, now, I just want to show you here that these two are my big liquidity zones, and it, this is why the price action is very much trapped within this zone, as it's got uh, overhead resistance and uh, and support below it that's just providing almost like two bookends that it, the price just can't move. So any decisive move needs to break these zones uh, quite convincingly, and then we can see if you know Ethereum wants to go to eight hundred dollars, or we see if Ethereum wants to break up. Now, what we could also see, and this is uh, the part about you know there's all this. Um, anything could happen, I should say. And generally we see in these environments lots of fake outs for traders to try and get them wrecked because they have their stop losses to set uh, just underneath something like this pattern. So you may see something like this, a fake out where everyone thinks, okay, it's broken the triangle, it's going to the downside, but then the bulls kick in and then it goes higher. So just be prepared for you know, both sides to just get played with. And a lot of um, traders are right in this right now. Uh, and don't be surprised to, to see one side trying to wreck the other and have a bit of that, that yo-yo seesaw uh, on either side uh, but just broadly if we're just zooming out I think the target should be you know these are high value areas in my eyes this uh, volume spot on the right hand side like I said it's still gaining uh, strength so if it pops down into these areas you know towards a thousand dollars I mean that's still high value so I've just got a little bit of a buy zone there I've also got if it does break up out of this zone you've got a big gap in oxygen here where it should run all the way to about 15 uh, 100 where we do have the 0.5 Fibonacci retracement. So I'll just uh, overlay that as well. If you're going to draw the Fibonacci retracement, should be around that area and also, um, yeah, 0.5 around this area and a nice whole number there as well. But it should run into this oxygen here in terms of this next resistance level in um, yeah, in volume, I should say. Uh, and then the next one, if it continues to break up, uh, like if we see uh, this action. So this is how I would likely see it if Ethereum has a nice run out of here. That's how it would. You want to see that confirmation of support, high or low, and then the move up to that 1727 area, which is those previous highs in this area. So uh, that's how I see Ethereum playing. Definitely one to watch, not getting too excited, not getting too bearish on it. It just hasn't given us enough information. But what I'm trying to get across is it's heading towards a decisive point. A lot of the altcoins just don't look like that. They just look either like they're just completely trending downward still or they're you know trying to break out. But there's just um, you know, it, this gives us a, an idea that something is coming. So that's really, really important. All right, let's click on over to our danger zone and link marines, close your eyes. There's quite a few cryptos that do look like this. So, uh, you know, just be aware. It's not saying that it will break down, but just technically it doesn't look that great. And why is that? Well, this was the previously strong support floor. You can see how many times it wicked into this area and used it as that support and, you know, got back above it here, which was great. Uh, but here, not a good sign. We've broken beneath it, and I'll zoom right in so you can see. You can see we're broken underneath it, underneath this key horizontal support, riding underneath it, just couldn't even retest it, broken down again here below key moving averages like the 21, the 50. And this just to me looks like um, Link wants to do something like this. It's just got a tremendous overhead, uh, overhead resistance now in this area, which is going to struggle to break. And this is a you know a nice technical setup for um, a move to the lows. If you inverted this chart and we're looking at uh, looking at to the upside, you'd think all right, it's broken the horizontal support, it's retested the low, and it's just uh, retested the high rather, and, and now it's coming down to make new highs. So you just kind of think in those terms. 
Uh, and you if you're sitting here thinking to yourself, well, you know, I, I really think it could go back up. Are you really gambling on that? The probabilities right here are that it's it's underneath that key key support now turn resistance, and it should go down to try and find value lower. I'm thinking the four dollar area looks pretty good because that's where the next volume support does come in. Um, in terms of if we just zoom back, this whole area is going to be pretty heavy with liquidity and buyers waiting because it was in that 2019 spike and those highs there before we had the real rager into the bull market. But here that just looks about right to me, around $4. Could go a little bit lower, sure. Uh, but um, link here, looks like so many cryptos have done over these last few months, like Cardano, uh, when it broke down that key support level. Once it breaks those key support levels and traders essentially uh, flip to the bearish bias, move downwards and bulls are really going to have a hard time of it. And you're really just gambling that's going to jump back up on top of those uh, key support. And you need a, a tremendous amount of buy volume to come in to do that. Um, and anything else I just want to uh, clear zone to support level, actionable levels. So yeah, $4 is probably it. And once you're in these levels here, if you're buying in these areas of uh, you know high volume, high heavy support, like you're seeing on the chart, uh, then you can you can play the bounce up if you want, and I think the uh, you know move out of here might be back up to six dollars over time. There's obviously a bit more chop in there, but that's how you can play it. If you think Link is going higher, um, you know buying in these sort of areas where there's a, a ton of support, and you, just, you see this massive bar volume here of support. I mean, if you're buying in these areas, then you should expect to bounce. So um, it, again, you. You don't want to be gambling that things are just going to move higher based on, you know, hopium. You want to see some actual strength come in. And right now there is no strength uh, in link, uh, in my opinion. All right. Uh, Litecoin has been cherry ripe for, for a long while over this, um, over the last altcoin bubbles, even last month. And the reason why is, well, it's showing a lot of relative strength against Bitcoin. So as Bitcoin's been chopping and grinding down, same with many altcoins, Litecoin has been making higher highs and higher lows. You can see here these higher lows continue to move and also the higher highs. So that is a really nice positive trend that's developing with Litecoin. Uh, you may or may not be aware that Litecoin has its halving uh, this year. So that's really, really strong catalyst, according to previous cycles. Well, Litecoin tends to run a little bit earlier to Bitcoin. Oh, just get my water bottle off the table. Uh, tends to run a little bit earlier than Bitcoin from that same sort of narrative that the supply to market will be halved uh, a year earlier. So uh, look, investors, traders, they're all positioning for another move up. Uh, and that's what I'm seeing here. I think this looks pretty positive uh, just for that next move up to that psychological level around $100. Doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow, but I think it's just going to continue grinding up uh, because it has reclaimed this key horizontal support here for now. This daily candle will close in one hour. So when it does, it should close above this support, which I think it will. Next candle should open again here. And then we should see uh, a slow move up uh, like that. So uh, this was, I had $73 here because that was my uh, target for the buy zone around $62. So that's hit nicely on its head. So that was great. And now I think $100 is next. Uh, just with the halving narrative, it's just going to creep up, creep up, creep up. Uh, people are going to buy the rumor and likely sell the news. I've seen that many, many times with uh, something like a Litecoin. Uh, if you're looking here at the RSI, it looks reasonably strong. It's not yet in the power zone. Stock RSI is telling us that maybe we've found a bit of a short-term top. So just be aware that we could grind along this horizontal because everyone is thinking probably like I'm thinking right now that's going to move to 100. So we might see a bit of choppage here to get people get wrecked. 
Uh, but uh, in the uh, longer term, on the weekly stock RSI as well and, and other momentum indicators, it looks pretty healthy for another little leg up. Uh, and, you know, this is one of the few cryptos right now that look really good. So it's going to get a few eyeballs. It's going to get volume. Uh, and I was looking at the on-balance volume. That looks really, really strong as well. Uh, the 50-week moving average is the one thing that can spoil the party. So if we go out to uh, the weekly, and of course, there are, other, there are other things that could spoil the party as well, but just technically, you can just see this red line here. That's the 50-week moving average, like one coming up and wicking straight into that. So it's not exactly what you want to see, uh, but it's not um, it's not crazy that you think you'd see that. It is going to be resistance. It's also an area where we reached a high over here before the big drawdown. Uh, but this seems like Litecoin just wants to uh, stay around here. Once it beats through this 50-week moving average, then $100 is definitely on the table. Uh, but then once you get up to that area, I think that sellers are going to come in heavy there. That might be the extent of the halving move. I don't know. Uh, as we get a bit closer, we'll probably reach 100, come back down, and then maybe move higher. This is probably more of a patience game. But in this in this uh, movement here, it looks reasonably positive. So, uh, guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode and the three cryptos I covered. Um, make sure to uh, to leave us a like and also listen to us on the podcast and leave any feedback uh, you can. But uh, here's to a, a much more positive 2023. We think it's going to be an absolute beauty. So uh, have a great day and uh, we'll catch you again next time. Bye.